It's the Seth Williams Show with Mike Kosoka. And here's your host, Seth Williams and Mike Kosoka. And good evening. Welcome to another Wednesday edition of the Seth Williams Show with Mike Pasalka. Good evening, Mike. How are you? Good evening, Seth. Welcome, everybody. And, it is uh, Wednesday night. Wee! I it's love a, it. Very right. exciting. Very exciting uh, show tonight. Looking forward to it. You and me both. I just got I'm a message awesome. that we're live, so that's good. Apparently, we cool. are live. Well, that's fantastic. I got another one saying that we're live. Um <clears throat> We have Tony Masaccio joining us in just a little bit. He's going to be live from Harry's Steakhouse. Looking forward to talking to him, our restaurant reporter. Everybody knows Tony. Um, We're going to make that a regular thing on Wednesday nights. He'll uh, join us and tell us what's going on tonight. Harry's Steakhouse, uh, show us what the food is like, show us what the restaurant is like, talk about it. Uh, so we'll talk to him in just a little bit. Can't wait for that. Of course, uh, we got a Stanford story that we're going to get into tonight. They're changing words because they offend people. Talk about that in a little bit. We have a huge storm coming, uh, supposedly, um, the next couple of days. I think it's supposed to start, like, what, Thursday night, Friday morning, and yeah, maybe Saturday. Have, um, have you, you, you've been outside the last couple of days. Have yeah. you noticed it being feeling warmer than the actual temperature is and that the air has been incredibly still? Well, I mean, if you look at me right now, I'm wearing like a T-shirt in the weather that's behind me. Um, so yeah. I'm okay. I'm actually all right right now. Right. Um, but I think it's going to be pretty brutal here in a day or two. It's almost as if this is foreshadowing. Something's coming. There's no wind. There wasn't any yesterday. Yeah, I've noticed and that. I'm wearing a coat, yeah. and the thermometer in my car says it's 29, 27, 28 degrees outside. And I get get out of the car, and I can walk around without a coat on. It is just bizarre. Something's it, coming. It hasn't been too bad, but yeah, I think we're expecting some nasty, nasty temperatures. I mean, I was watching today, and they were the Weather Channel is like the weirdest channel ever because I was watching because they have storm coverage. Right. Okay, I'm going to watch this and see how it goes and what's coming our way. And they're talking about Texas, and it's going to be like two degrees down in like Houston or something. Which is fine that they cover. Then they stop the coverage of that to go to what is the best temperature to sleep in, and they have like a doctor on to tell you what's the best temperature to sleep at. And they actually said that when you crank up the heat when it's this cold outside, right? That sleeping in the heat is actually bad for you. Did you know that? I sleep with a window cracked all winter long. Like, what do you keep your thermostat at when you go to bed at night? Well, it, the house is probably, you know, anywhere between 68 and 72. But like I said, I'll crack the windows a foot in the bedroom. So the bedroom is really cold and I just pile on blankets. I, I love a cold pillow. See, I used to be that way. I used to be the kind of guy that, you know, I'd sleep with the air conditioning on. Yeah. Because I like just being cold. But now I guess I don't know. Poor circulation. Hence the reason I have no foot. Um or like, um, but I like it a little bit warmer, but not totally hot. I've never understood though. You talk about how they cover the weather. Why, when there's a hurricane or a blizzard, does ha somebody have to go stand in it to cover it? 
Well, just point the camera out the window or nine times out of 10 for the people that are dealing with it. They've already been outside. You don't have to stand there and go look at it. It's really windy out here. I, yeah, they do that. And I, you know, I think one time I was watching where they're actually in Cleveland for like a snowstorm that was coming and it didn't do anything. So like a, an inch and you know, the weather channels outside the rock and roll hall of fame. Yeah. Waiting for this big storm to hit. Nothing ever happened. So I wish they were here today because I'm kind of hoping that it doesn't hit like it's they say it's going to. But they say it's going to. Don't I wish like most people's jobs, you could be wrong as often as the weather people and still keep your job. And make a lot of money doing it. I mean, some of these people, some of these forecasters make a ton of money and they can barely forecast what time they're gonna eat dinner, much less what the weather's gonna be like. Right, right. Um but uh we had friends from uh, uh, New Orleans call uh, today, and they said down there they're expecting, you know, temperature. They're saying it might be the coldest winter they've had or Christmas they've had in 100 years. Um, Scott says, thought you might have that cool sign you got up tonight. Uh, not tonight, but it is going up. Uh, it is a very cool sign that I got. You'll see it shortly. If you haven't seen it on Facebook, it's awesome. Uh, so thank you to Jim, Sandy, Tammy, and Colin for that. Uh, Scott says he likes 72 in his house. They say the optimal temperature for your house, according to the doctor they had on the Weather Channel, is um, 68 to 70. Bingo. 68 to 70. All right. I have put up the link to the show. So if you want to participate in the show, you can click on the link and log yourself in, follow the directions, and you can be on the show with us to talk about everything you want. All right. CMS Network chimes in, Mike. It's because it's entertainment now. They all want to look like it's the sort of twister. Yeah, yeah, sure. but they've been doing it since day one. They, they, I remember as a kid, they went out and stood up. So what I don't understand is why they're still doing it sixty years later. It's always been that way. It, that's true, but now it's really bad. Now, when there's a hurricane, forget about it. They have people standing like in the ocean, right, right, you know, half getting swept away just so they get a good shot. Well, don't get me started. That's because, you know, when you're on 24-7, you have to fill up an awful lot of time. And the same thing happened to the Weather Channel that happened to comedy. You know, when the Comedy Channel and Comedy Central were both on the air and fighting, there was an awful lot of bad comedy on because something had to go on between 2 and 6 in the morning. Well, for all those people that are up or work a night shift or do stuff like that, Everybody watched bad comedians all across the country that had cable, this newfangled thing, and it killed the club business because people said, I'm not paying 20 bucks to buy tickets. Look at this. Yeah. So be careful what you wish for. Comics had to start doing like a very long uh, jokes. Right. You know, because it makes it funny that way. Um, Tony says he's going to be calling at 517, 518, waiting for his food. So he'll be joining us in just a little bit. Um, I do have a very special message to play again tonight. Okay. It's another special message that I got. Um, so we're going to do that in just a few minutes. Played a couple times tonight, but I think it's a it's a very special special message from a special person. So I think it's kind of important that we uh, play that this evening. Um, I was listening to the uh, President Biden and uh, – President Zelensky news conference he had on the background there while uh, we were getting ready for the show. Right. And, you know, I I don't really want to dive into it too much, but I'm listening because I can only hear it in the background because you you had it on there. And 
uh, I heard $45 billion that we're going to give to them. We're going to stay as long as it humanly takes. And uh, billions and billions of more dollars heading over to uh, the Ukraine, I guess, to to help. Is that correct? Is that what I heard? Part, Yeah. All those, those are bits of, yes, those are parts of the equation. Um, either end this or get out of it at this point. How much more money do we need to spend? We're not sending troops over there, right? What are we going to do? Just irritate Putin more and keep sending over money and keep sending over defense systems or whatever we're sending over? Either end it or get out of it. Why? Because now we're just wasting money. We're going to spend years upon years over there the way this is looking. And I don't see... We're not uh, spending anything, anything over there except money. Well, I we're mean, doing that, this that's a lot of taxpayer dollars that are going over there, and we aren't doing anything. We're not accomplishing anything. He's not leaving. I don't see Putin backing off. I don't see him backing out. Um, what are we spending the money on at this point? I'd like to say so we're spending our money on, on helping keep people safe okay. when people are still dying. All right. Why that's are you spending our tax dollars at this point? Either that's send fine. people over there and end this war or get out of it. One of the two. No, no, no. Because that's what people said. So we'll just get mired into something else. No, that's what people said when Germany took Poland and then when Germany took Czechoslovakia and when Neville Chamberlain came back to England and said, well, this is just the one last country that we can let him have. I didn't say let him have it. I'm asking you, what do you want to do? Just keep spending billions of dollars Absolutely, of because money? by letting him... Okay, so in the meantime, we have, billions, we have millions of homeless people that are dying of, of the homeless lack of people food aren't, and everything else. The last We're time not giving the money government, here. So We're giving billions of dollars. time our government did anything to help the millions of homeless exactly. people. Exactly. Maybe that's my point. Maybe we should I, redirect the money towards America. Why can't we America. do both? Why Maybe we should redirect we the money more? towards America instead of spending $45 billion more we are. of taxpayer money? We're not. We're not. Yes, we, we are. What are we it's, doing? We are keeping a free country safe. The way those people have suffered for the last year. We're not keeping them safe. With, They're still dying. We're not doing much of anything. We're spending $45 billion on something that continues to go on. If you want to spend the money, do it the right way and end it already. So what are you suggesting? That we I don't know. Are the ones I don't know what we do. Pull the nuclear trigger. Okay, then don't talk without an answer and stuff. You don't like have that. an answer. You have an answer. Your answer is to keep spending money over there. Yes, because that's all it is, is money. Okay, well, it's I think it has your money. You can, I, then what we should do is it's sign up. Your... You can send over your tax dollars, and I get to keep mine. No, that's not, no, it doesn't work that way. You do that for the benefit of everybody. It's not benefiting. That's why we have highways. That's why we have Medicare. That's why we have social safety nets. Why should we do both halfway instead of taking care of our people first and then granting aid if there's any leftover money? That's what because I Because in the meantime, Europe falls to Russia. It's ridiculous. There's plenty of other people that can handle this sort of thing, not just us, correct? It's I mean, we don't have to do us. it. Take a look around the rest of the world. $45 billion dollars that it would of go NATO towards. is contributing. All of NATO is contributing, as much as we are, too. Give Seth Trey the nuke button. I wish I had that sound effect right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, again, your idea is to just keep throwing our money it's towards not just something. Us. It's not just us. Okay, but it's our money that I'm talking about. It. Italy is doing it. 
I'm not Italy. Italy. Am I? Do I live in Italy? Last I checked, I don't live in Italy. I live in America. Poland's doing it. I don't live in Poland. Okay. So we live in a world with our money on something like that. You can chime in if you'd like. You can text the show or you can uh, click on the link and uh, talk if you'd like. I provide the link again. Um, But you can leave your comments if you would like. Uh, I just don't see the need to keep spending money when, you know, either do it right and end it or get out of it altogether. And I, I, again, money I ask, what is the right deserved. way to end it? I don't know what you do. Maybe you just send troops in if that's what you have to do. If we're going to send over aid and defense and money and all this kind of stuff, do something about it. You're not doing anything. Yes, you, haven't you, hurt, you haven't hurt Russia with these sanctions that he put in place. What are you doing? We are providing the means for the country that wasn't supposed to last two weeks to now be in a position to win this damn thing. I kind of agree with this statement. And in the meantime, go downtown tonight and find people that fought in Afghanistan and Iraq sleeping on heating grates. Ukraine people don't matter until our people are cared for. I don't say that they don't matter. What I'm saying is that it's not our job to take care of everybody right now. Um, Uh, Scott says, get out of there, be done. It has been our job since we put together all the post-World War II organizations. We are not the world police. Yes, we are. No, we are not. We are not the world police when we can't take care of our own. Maybe times were different when you were, you know, 15, 16, 20, whatever it was. They were different 50 years ago, but they aren't. It's not the same anymore. We are not the same world power that we were back then. We're lagging in education. We're lagging in all kinds of different things. And, and we need to take care of our own country at this point. We and can we do both at the same time. We can't. Time. We aren't doing it. We aren't doing it. We aren't right. taking the money and putting it towards the right things at this point. We just aren't doing it. All right. Then, then consider this. If we turn the money off tomorrow, we still wouldn't fix a damn thing that's wrong with this country. And here's my example. Well, that's because politicians suck. You're right. Okay. We probably wouldn't. But we need so, to. That's what should be happening. We should be shutting down the border because that's a wide open mess at this point. We should be getting, Seth, taking care of our veterans, which we aren't. We should Seth, be doing all kinds of things that we aren't doing with that money, and we're sending $45 billion. And why do, you think, our, why do you think we are not shutting down the border? I, I don't know. I have because no idea. Because the Democrats want votes. That's no, why. No, it isn't a Democrat thing. It's a big business thing. Agribusiness wants a million immigrants a year. They need a million immigrants a year because there isn't anybody that's homeless or a veteran or an American citizen or somebody that's not paying attention in school is going to go pick lettuce. I would. It's um, that simple. Well, Kim good luck. This administration is going to destroy our country for control. Zelensky has played Biden like a fiddle, and Russia will not lose. Oh, my God. Jusoka has no clue what is going on. His perspective is a typical ignorant socialist. I'm not a socialist. I'm not a socialist. But you're going to... The first time I get a comment from somebody that doesn't include an insult... I will be talking with someone that wants that's to the first anything. insult that you've gotten and you haven't responded to anybody that like Scott says get out of there be done and you haven't responded to anybody who said take care of the homeless vets sleeping we can, yes I have I've said over and over and over again we can do both but we won't but we're not and so we're let's do anything. one issue at a time we will not fix the border because they don't want the border fixed 
but they want you and me and everybody at home to take sides and argue over it and get all frustrated and pissed off and think nothing works so that we don't work on making things work. And the bottom line is business. I lived in California. They want California, Texas, Arizona, the West, the aggregate, Idaho, Iowa, every place that grows crops needs immigrants because there are no more family farms. Well, I, I, Don't I, say, well, the typical American farmer. No, I'm asking you a question, though. It's agribusiness. Why? I'm answering the whole question. Have you been watching the news? It doesn't seem like people in Texas and along that border, other than maybe California, because California is California, but it doesn't seem like people in Texas really want the immigrants that are coming through. Because they're not the ones that matter. Seems to me. They don't matter? No. People that live there? I've seen videos of people crossing over people's homes and hurting and trying to break into their houses. You don't think those people matter? We're worried about the the, the farmers picking lettuce? Not to the people that need a million immigrants a year. Mayor Bill says send in the Marines to kick some Putin ass. I agree. Do it the right way. If we're going to do it, do it the right damn way. And quit spending spending money over there. Go in there and kick them out if that's what you want to do. Unless Um, you have a suicidal maniac over there that says, well, if I'm going, I'm taking the rest of the world with me and pushes every single button and ask Korea and China to do the same. Well, we'll get back into this. It's not that easy. We'll get back into this in just a little bit. We do have a special message I want to play before we get to Tony Masashi. I see Tony is ready to go with us, but I do have a special message to play. Mike, I think you're going to like this from a special guy. And I think this is this is good. They're really going to make me vote for Joe Biden. Biden says happy Easter. Cool. Let's go to uh, Tony Masaccio live at Harry's Steakhouse. How you doing? I am great, Seth. You see the prime rib that's being cut as we Look speak? Dear God. Is that wonderful? So Monday night is prime rib night at Harry's. Buy a slice and you get a slice for free. This is actually called an in-the-house open kitchen or middle kitchen, which Harry has. I'm just going to span the dining room real quick. They also make their own salads right here and their own biscuits. I know you guys have been here many times. Great restaurant. It actually started as a brown derby 20, actually 30 years ago. I got to show you this real quick. I need your pictures so you can get up oh, on the wall. Look at Triv right there. Look at Triv. Triv's right here. And and of course, look at me. Look at this with the fork and There's knife. Tony. I carry I carry them wherever I go. <laughs> How are you guys doing? Happy holidays. Same to we you. Are so How you I'm doing? actually good. I'm entering the bar right now. So what's cool about this? They have over 400 seats in this place. They also have banquets upstairs. So, again, Harry's been here for 20 years now. It was Brown Derby, it was Cody's, and now it is Harry's Steakhouse. He's been in the industry for literally 30 years. He went to Kent State, came here from Greece with change in his pocket. Oh God! Just like the Italians came here with a brick. Nice. (laughs) You got a favorite thing on the menu? 
Tony, you got a favorite you know thing what, on Mike, the menu? Yes, absolutely. As a matter of fact, I'm going to show it to you right now, Mike. That is the filet with crab meat. Oh. And they also have the flounder stuff. Look at this sweet potato. It needs its own zip code. Is this crazy? <laughs> yeah. Salad. Got a Manhattan. And, of course, when you're at Harry's Steakhouse, you got to try Tony's Pina Colada mix. I got to put my plug in. There's your Tony. There's, yeah, there it is. <laughs> there. I'm sorry. I go there, Tony. I go there, and every single time I'm there, I look at the menu, and I want to eat anything and everything that's on that menu. But I end up always ordering the uh, New York uh, peppercorn. Oh, yeah. yeah. Very good. And I know Amazing. Seth comes here and used to get the chicken fingers when we used to come here on Wednesday evenings. <laughs> and they still have that here on Wednesday evenings. It's not happening until January, but they still have the Queen of Hearts. That's so awesome. it's really cool. How's Harry doing? He's doing good. He's doing, you know, again, he hit the pandemic. Luckily, he had money behind him. He was able to open up his doors. And while the pandemic was, you know, literally occurred, he remodeled the place. He put a new floor in, cleaned the place up, air conditioning, heating, rebuilt the uh, roof. So, hey, real quick, they have a bar burger here. It's only $8. They have a butcher shop above Harry's Steakhouse, which most people don't know. So everything that comes in here is completely fresh. The fish, the chicken, and the pork chops is cut right upstairs. So I say if it swims, if it moves, or it clucks, it has no chance of living at Harry's Steakhouse. Yeah, I love that place. Last so time I was there, unfortunately, I was like in a wheelchair. So I can't wait to oh, actually yes. walk in to Harry's now and actually sit there and enjoy a meal. I can't wait to get over there because I I'm, I like yeah. I love Harry as a person. Harry has done so much with like Coach for Kids. Remember at the benefits, he'd come in and yes. feed us all, and it was amazing. Bring he trays. Really was. Yeah, he would bring trays of food. Yeah. You know, they also have something here on weekdays from three thirty till six p.m. It is a twenty-two dollar special. You get two dinners: small steak, you get a small pork chop, chicken. Salad and a roll for only $22. Nice. So, again, he came from that era where, you know, they did the happy hours, uh, you know, the Greeks, and they not only are known for their food, but they're known to make sure that you're full. So they have their biscuits, their salad, and soup, which they have a great soup of the day every day. So, guys, this is really cool. Yeah, you know, I was thinking about this this morning where – we're going to do this, you know, every Wednesday. I'll find a place. When there's a blizzard, you'll be hearing me from my dining room table. But we'll be talking about a restaurant locally. Right, so. right. But you know what? It's a great feature. Let me, Tina, say hello. This is the favorite bartender. Yes, indeed. I got, her, I got her famous on the trip show. Hey, real quick, guys. I just want to wish you a happy holiday. You too. You too, Tony. My daughter. My daughter was in town over the weekend, so it was really cool. So we baked, we cooked. So after two bottles of wine, we were making gingerbread houses. And by the time we were done, they looked like Section 8 homes. Tony and Sasha reporting live. Thanks, Tony. Way to go. I love you guys. Hey, one more thing. Yeah. Go I ahead. am half Jewish, half Catholic. If I don't seal it this year, I'm buying it wholesale. I'm going to need you, Mike, to defend me. I'll you see you. Bye. Happy, happy holiday. Hanukkah. Merry Christmas. Thank you, guys. Have Bye. a happy holiday. Happy Bye -bye. Christmas. Duh.
Love that place. Love Harry's Steakhouse. Good food. <laughs> uh, James I mean, says, was just there a few weeks ago. First time in a long time. Still awesome. And Mayor, Mayor Bill says, I'm getting fat just looking at the food. The I mean, there's fantastic. It really is. They, they bring your salad out in a big bowl. I mean, it's family style for crying out loud. It's just good food. And the bartender is really cute, so that doesn't yep. hurt either. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Nothing uh, wrong with that. So if you want to chime in, you can get on the show. You can show up like Tony just did. Click on the link that I have posted, and you can join us and talk about whatever you want to talk about. If you just want to wish people a Merry Christmas, we could do that. We don't have to argue about Ukraine all night. No, no whatever you want to do, you can call in, talk about it, and uh, we'll put you on the show. As a matter of fact, before we go back to uh, all the unresolved issues that are still on the table as far as whether or not we should help Ukraine, um, I want to uh, take a couple of minutes to uh, uh, pay tribute to a, a friend. And what I'm about to say um, is is something about a guy that... Uh, I didn't know really long and I didn't know uh, all that well, except if you knew him at all, you knew what a great person he was. And uh, Franco Harris passed away today at 72. And what a lot of people may or may not know is that uh, it's two days away from the 50th anniversary of the Immaculate Reception. And... It's three days away from when the Steelers were getting ready to retire his jersey and have a tribute and ceremony for him at halftime of their last game. And if you've been watching any kind of sports at all, you know that ESPN has been playing up the rematch of the Steelers and the Raiders as if. But the Immaculate Reception, with 22 seconds left, in a playoff game against Oakland, uh, it was fourth and 10. Well, we can watch it. You can play that thing again, but let me set this up first. What people may not remember is that the Steelers have been around for 40 years and were the doormat of the NFL. And this produced the first playoff victory ever for that franchise. And then the rest of the decade was the rest of that decade. But what I want to do is is uh, testify as to how great a person he was, what a good guy he was, all the stuff he did charity-wise, how warm and fascinating it was to talk with him. But he leaves behind a wife who had a huge party planned to celebrate the anniversary and, and a son. And, and it's just horrible. This The timing couldn't be worse. Not that there's ever a good time. So in addition to losing a friend and caring about it, I also stopped for a second and thought that, you know, the hospitals aren't empty. And right now, too, there's families with kids and moms and dads and wives and husbands and stuff like that that are going through a really, really tough time. And so if you got a minute as part of this holiday season, say a prayer, send out a good thought. And uh, remember stuff like that. But uh, Franco is a great guy, and he will be missed. Oh, and by the way, you're going to show the play, but his 354 yards rushing in a Super Bowl is a record that still stands 50 years after he said it. 
Last chance for the Steelers. Bradshaw trying to get away. And his pass is broken up by Tatum. Tipped off. Rachel Harris has it. And he's over. I hate to say it, but that's kind of all I can take from. Well, <laughs> I love the man, and you know, and sad that he's gone, but it's still you know a Steeler when it comes right down to it. So, but God bless him, and God yep. bless his family and everything else. So. And like I said, especially everybody this time of year that has uh, worries, health concerns, people that care about stuff like that, say a prayer. That's yeah, for the I'm audience. Always says that. Um, <laughs> if you want to weigh in on the show, please click on the link that I put up there. You can join us and uh, say whatever you want to say. If you want to talk about Franco Harris, you want to talk about the uh, um, Ukraine situation, you want to talk whatever you want to talk about. You just want to say hi and Merry Christmas to whoever. Uh, feel free to click on the link that I put on YouTube and Facebook, and you can join us and just say hello. But right now, we're going to take a quick break. And we will be uh, right back. What separates Triv's Restaurant in Strongsville from everybody else? Some restaurants you go to to eat the same thing over and over and over. But then there are restaurants like Triv's where you want to go there every single time and eat something different until you have eaten every single item on the menu. Why? Because the food's delicious and it has been for almost a quarter of a century. Triv's has amazing food, outstanding service, and an opportunity for you to have private dining, special events, and intimate occasions. You can enjoy a memorable fine dining experience in your own dedicated intimate space. Visit Triv's in the heart of Strongsville. Call now for reservations, 440-238-8830. Triv's in Strongsville. Joe Burdick custom flags are amazing. Each flag is handcrafted to reflect the imperfect perfection, making each piece of patriotic wall art unique. This is a local small business, veteran owned and proud. Joe Burdick creates symbolic artwork that is built to last. Display your spirit, pride, and patriotism by calling 440-305-305. 2065 and let Joe's flag serve you. 440-305-2065. Joe Burdick Flags. Let me introduce you to Charlie's Auto Repair. Any car, any truck, any problem, Charlie's does it right. You know how it is. The check your engine light comes on, you put air in the tires, and the light is still on. 216-470-0170. That's Charlie's Auto Repair, 13728 Madison in Lakewood. Charlie can do it all, from small engine repair to fleet maintenance and system diagnostics. Winter is here, so call Charlie's Auto Repair for snow plowing needs. 216-470-0170. 
470-0170. Charlie's Auto Repair. Let Charlie make your car great once again. Yes, indeed, winter is here. We're right back on the Seth Wim Show with Mike Jaselka, live on Facebook, YouTube, Odyssey. Check out Odyssey. Sign up for Odyssey. And um, we have a little bit of a thing there. If you sign up, five bucks a month or whatever you get behind the scenes stuff. I posted yesterday a video of the first time that I had tried pineapple. First time ever I was on the trip show and it was the first time I tried pineapple. And actually, Mike, you were there. I don't know if you remember it. Uh, it was at a Coats for Kids event. And what you said actually um, after I ate it was really, really funny. Um, not surprising, but it was really, really funny. So if you want to see that, cool. sign up for the show on Odyssey. Get the behind-the-scenes stuff, and you can uh, see stuff that I am posting all the time there. Nice. So, uh-oh. I just got a message on my phone. Uh-oh. It says, my case was successful. Here's your $12,809.23 for my Camp Lejeune verdict payout. Now, somehow, I don't think that that's actually... <laughs> What really happened? No. I don't know anybody that lived in Camp Lejeune. I've never lived in Camp Lejeune. I get calls about it and texts about it every day. But this is the first time that I got a message saying, if I just click this link that they provided for me, I will get my $12,000 for my Camp Lejeune settlement. Should I click the link? No. God, no, you know better than that. Have well, you gotten one? I don't think anything's going to happen. Yeah, they want your information. No. Yes. All right, come on. I'm going to go. You know, here's the thing I can't figure out, too. How come when you go someplace on Google, then you get that little pop-up that the place you went to wants to know your location, and it says block or allow? If it didn't know your location, how did that message get there? Yeah. It makes no sense at all. These things actually literally know everything that you do, these cell phones. I mean, literally everything that you do. Oh, please. Um, Every time I talk about something, I get an ad for it. Um, We started using StreamYard for this broadcast, and now I get ads on Facebook all the time for StreamYard. I mean, it's unbelievable what they do. Yep. Scott says it's hmm, tempting. Yes, it's very tempting to click on the links. I got an email the other day to the show email that Seth and Mike at Outlook.com, if you want to send us an email. Seth and Andy Mike at Outlook.com. And it was from some sort of person that was captured in Nigeria or something, and they needed money to get out. But they said I would get my money back plus triple what I sent them if I send them the money. And they wanted like, I don't know, 15,000 pounds or 150,000 pounds. I don't know what it was, but it was in pounds. And then I get my money back triple if I just click on the link and send them the money. The latest scam that I've been getting is people that are po- are people are posing as friends of mine that want to contact me on Facebook, and the first message they send is, "Have you gotten contacted by the uh, U.S. Department of whatever? Your name's on a list. They're giving out grants and loans to people that never have to be repaid, and all you have to do is contact a representative and get your money." Yeah, well, yeah, that's all you got to do. I mean, I'm going to, when we're done with the show tonight, I'm going to go ahead and camp, uh, click on a Camp Lejeune text just to see what I got. I'll check my account in the morning. Fair enough. See see I'm going to use the business account, though, for that, just to make sure. Um, Mayor Bill says, Big Brother is watching us. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah. The only people that uh, Big Brother is not watching is um, Hunter Biden. That that didn't happen. Twitter and uh, Facebook apparently were not watching Hunter Biden. Neither was the FBI, as we're finding out. Um, okay. Or maybe they were watching, but they didn't care. And has anybody looked into why after he left the White House? Uh, oh, never mind. I, I don't want to go tit for tat. We'll we'll deal but with I, that. This is what I don't like about when you start talking about stuff, Mike. And don't take offense to this. I'm just going to be real here. There's nobody that brought up anybody else's name other than Hunter Biden. Because I know. the story right now That's is why that stopped. Hunter Biden's laptop was taken off of Twitter and you couldn't talk about it on Twitter. That's the story that's happening right now. That's the big thing that's happening right now. Has nothing to do with Donald Trump, where you were going with that. No, that's I where you were going. No. And everybody knows no. that you were going in that direction. No. I know that you were going in that direction. You stopped yourself for whatever reason. That's fine. Because I'm... The so I didn't do that. Is the FBI and Twitter... We're hiding the fact that Hunter Biden had this laptop where he's having sex with hookers, doing cocaine. His dad was involved in all this. And big tech and the government, the FBI is part of the government, suppressed the information and didn't do it, especially around election time, which could have swayed the election. So don't change the subject to what wasn't. Donald Trump did. We all know he had sex with other people and yeah. he said mean things. We all know right. it. We know he put okay. out stupid trading cards. We get it. That wasn't right. the story that I was bringing up. And it wasn't where I was up. going either. It's Hunter Biden. That's not where I was going either. Your quote was, after he left the White House, no, forget it. I'm not going to go tit for tat. That was what you said. We weren't right. talking about anybody that left the White House. Because we were talking about Hunter Biden. Right. And it wasn't That's what the, we were talking about. And I said I wasn't going to go that way because that's not the right way to have a discussion that leads to answers. You're absolutely right. And that's why I stopped. And that's why I didn't do that. And that's why I'm staying focused. And speaking of being focused, while we were in the commercial break, I went and got a file that I had. Yeah. And according to the October report of the Congressional Budget Office, the U.S. federal budget will make outlays reaching $5,872 billion in 2023. And the U.S. Bureau of Economic Analysis estimates that the U.S. economy, still growing, was estimated to have reached $25.66 trillion in current dollars. And at least to date, aid to Ukraine had a negligible impact on both the federal spending and the U.S. economy. In other words, $45 billion is a drop in the bucket, and we can afford to help Ukraine well, for then, all the okay. reasons that need to Again, send your money there. That's fine. Send your money to wherever you want to send it. I choose not to send my money there. So don't take my money. Don't take my tax dollars. I should be able to allocate where I want my money to go. If I'm we don't have, have a that, job, no. 
And I'm going to allocate my tax dollars to go somewhere. I'd like to go to the roads here in Cleveland. I'd like to go the roads across the country because I do travel every now and then. I'd like to go to the people that are on the streets that are homeless here, including our veterans. I would like to go to certain things here in America. I would like to even go toward people with disabilities because you know what? I'm now one of those people that needs kind of help sometimes. And so I would like our money to go towards America and not towards another country. I'm not over there, and I don't really care what's happening over there right now. I feel bad for those people. I don't want it to happen, and that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is our tax dollars, my money, I want allocated towards America. You should be able to sign up and have your money sent wherever you want. If you want your dollars from your job, whatever you do, to go to Ukraine, then go ahead. I should be able to sign up and get mine wherever I want to go. And uh, Randy says, I lived in San, uh, San Diego. If you like lettuce, avocados, grapes, tomatoes, oranges, if we get rid of the Mexicans who will go out and pick it, we can't get Americans to work regular jobs. I beg to differ. I'm sure we yeah, can. But nobody gets to tell the IRS or the federal government where to spend their money. Well, maybe that's, again, maybe that's what we should be doing. Maybe we should change things. Maybe things need to change because I don't okay. think $45 billion of I'll my tax dollars want to go to the Ukraine. How are we going to change things? If conservatives blame liberals and liberals blame conservatives, when the fact that nobody gets to direct where their tax money goes isn't a policy of either side. Hey, guys, there's corruption on both sides. Let's be honest and fair here. I agree there's corruption on both sides. I've never said there wasn't corruption on both sides. But when we bring up one story, it's not to change it to the other side. That's what I don't like about what people, I'm not going to just call out uh, liberals here. I'm going to call it everybody. When somebody brings up a story, you don't just bring up the other person because that's because it's going to make your argument better. You need to focus on the story at hand. The story at hand is Hunter Biden, the laptop, his dad being involved in shady business practices, which he was, and that being covered up by a big portion of our government, the FBI and big tech. Not Donald Trump. The story is not Donald Trump. Had nothing to do with Donald Trump. The story is Hunter Biden. So that's if you're, why I yes, there's corruption on both sides, no doubt. Nobody. I've never said that Donald Trump was a saint. I said that I would vote for him because I want the border stuff taken care of. I want um, this country to be taken care of before any other country. And I think that his platform leans towards that. Did I say he was a nice guy? No, he's probably a scumbag. But I don't care. The story was. Hunter Biden, not Donald Trump. Yes, there's corruption on both sides. I get okay. it. But um, send our military. Send out military. We're supposed to have the strongest military anywhere. Damned if we do, damned if we don't. Well, the other benefits to why we really need to keep supporting Ukraine come from the fact that you made a simple statement that is true. Like, this is the strongest, greatest country in the world, and we lead the world. But you no, I, I didn't say that. I said the opposite. I said we're not anymore. I said we, that we used to be. I said we're not anymore. And the way you fix that is to reunite NATO, keep NATO involved in what uh, collectively we're doing. We're actually fighting a proxy war with Russia right now. The Russian soldiers are dying. Ours aren't. Ukraine is paying a heavy price. We're not. We don't have boots on the ground, but Putin is starting to have his country grow a little bit tired of his games and annex. We have gotten NATO back in line. Our leadership is being respected. Um, 
all we're doing is is putting out systems and, and keeping our allies greater and showing that we can be relied on and depended on. And, and we're keeping us out of an actual World War Three. Keeping us out of anything. We're spending the money. We're you don't we're, think we're irritating Putin by spending the money and sending over defense systems and everything else that we're doing? Absolutely, we're irritating the guy. About it. His but, he's committed his soldiers and they're dying and deserting. And so are Ukrainians. You need to either get yeah. in there and stop it altogether or end your involvement in it. I don't want to spend you know another twenty years over there like we did with Afghanistan and everything else. We just need to get out of it. We aren't the world police. Again, if we want to be the greatest country in the world, let's focus on getting our country back to the way that it was. Be number one in education. Be number one in defense. Be number one protecting our own borders. Do those things. Get our country back in order. Get our veterans off the streets. And maybe then we can get involved in other people's affairs. But right now, we're not doing anything to improve our own country. You don't think we have a moral and ethical obligation to all the other free countries in the world? No, I don't think that we have a moral and ethical obligation. Well, come on, are you, are you kidding me? Nobody. Well, who's helping us? When Hurricane Katrina hit, we talked about it on the show. We looked it up. Japan sent us some tents to put up so people could sleep in them. Where, where's the money when we need help? Where, where's the money from coming from other countries when uh, one of the worst hurricanes ever, according to global warming people, ran through Florida and displaced millions of people. Nobody sent over tons of money to help us. It wasn't foreign aid pouring in. We have to take care of ourselves. Sometimes it's up to the other people in the free world to take care of themselves. We don't need to be the world's police. If Putin was going wild and crazy and trying to take over the world, then maybe you, then you have to step in. But right this now, we need to one. take care of ourselves. This was step one. Scott says, find a clip from the show newsroom where Jeff Daniels says we are not the greatest nation anymore. We were and we could be again. That's a great clip. That's an amazing I, clip. But it, and it's that is what I'm saying now. The problem is if we play that kind of stuff, then we'll get banned from all these social media sites because they don't like us playing stuff. No, that that is <sighs> incredible. And on all kinds of things. And what he said that what was important was morality and, and ethics. Oh, I I thought that was, yeah. Morality and ethics, but yet we are going to be a country that kills a lot of children because of abortion. So if you want to talk about morality and ethics, again, let's start taking care of our own morality and ethics. Abortion, let's get, again, our own homeless off the streets and start being a little bit more productive that way. America should be able to walk and chew gum at the same time. But apparently we can't, so let's get it back in order. So that's why we elect representatives to decide... Such matters, unfortunately, most of them are crooks. Um, asked Vysaka why it's okay to drop $100 billion on protecting Ukraine border, but Trump couldn't spend $5 billion on our own border. We can't protect our own border. We're letting people in. It's like a sieve down there. People are just walking in from wherever, going across whatever they want to go across, and it's okay, but we're protecting other people. I, I don't understand that. I don't get it. Okay. Um, Again, you can call into the show by just clicking on the link that I have provided and just follow the instructions and you'll be on the show. I'll put it up there again if you want to join in. I didn't mean I'm, I'm not trying to get all heated here and trying. No, it's all right. I don't understand this thinking that we have to take care of Ukraine. Again, I feel bad for the people. I'm not saying anything bad about Ukrainian people. 
I'm saying that like, we don't take care of our own, we don't protect our own borders, and yet we are worried about another country. I'm tired of worrying about somebody else. Yeah, well, you can't live with your head in the sand. What's everybody's uh, favorite Christmas sound? All right, here's my point about Christmas music. I'm glad somebody brought this up. I'm listening to Christmas music, and Mariah Carey's song comes on. Last Christmas, I gave you my heart. The very next day, you gave it away. It's been a year. Why is she still talking to that loser? Wow. That song makes no sense to me. I like uh, Mariah Carey. Actually, I like Mary Carey a little bit more. <laughs> if you don't know who Mary Carey is, I'm, don't Google it at work. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> but uh, the other, the, another What's your favorite Christmas song. song? Another another uh, Christmas carol that uh, makes me scratch my head is that uh, uh, we wish you a Merry Christmas. I mean, it's a beautiful little song. We wish you a Merry Christmas. It conjures up images opening your door. There's people on your porch caroling, a little bit of snow falling. And the first verse is like, we wish you a Merry Christmas. The second version is, oh, bring us some figgy pudding. But the third version is the hook. The third verse is, we won't go until we have some. Now, I don't know about you, but those people are going to be on your porch for a long time. Because nobody's made figgy pudding in 100 years, and it ain't going to show up anytime soon. I don't know what figgy pudding is. What is figgy pudding? Some sort of dessert they made in London when they wrote the song. I'm, I don't know what, uh, I don't even think I have a favorite Christmas song. I mean, they're all kind of, they're okay. I mean, I like Christmas music, but after you hear it for two months on the radio, you know, all of them get kind of a little bit old at this point. Um, I can't really think of like a perfect one. Scott says, uh, LOL, good point, Mike. I'm assuming he's talking about the Mariah Carey thing. Probably. Uh, have yourself a merry little Christmas, I guess. Somebody yeah, that's cool. Um, you, there were some great voices that lent themselves to Christmas songs too. Burl Ives doing Silver and Gold from uh, uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Bing Crosby. Did you ever hear Bing Crosby and David Bowie's version of Little Drummer Boy? Uh, Joyce just said David Bowie, Bing Crosby. There it is. Nice. I, I'm sure I have. Um, Bob says it doesn't seem like Christmas anymore. Stores are normal. seems like we've lost the tradition. Get with the tradition when it was shopping and gift giving, people don't even want to shop anymore. They just want to like Google something, point to it, and have Amazon bring it over. Again, I don't know what you're anti. Oh, I'm not anti. I'm just saying it's changed. Part of that whole traditional stuff, you know, the stores being crowded. I mean, right now, Black Friday starts the day after Thanksgiving. And you know, the people don't send Christmas cards anymore because nobody sends, you know, real mail anymore. So, yeah, a lot of stuff is is changing that way. The only problem I have with Amazon right now is that I'm waiting on a couple of things. Yeah. On Amazon, and it seems like uh, all of a sudden my packages are getting delayed. I don't know if it's because of the weather or it's because of... Um, uh, just because people are ordering a lot of stuff, but it seems like my packages are getting a little bit delayed at this point. 
Yeah, they're putting out email. I got one saying that uh, there have been delays and expect delays, etc. Well, you're kind of a hypocrite if you're buying stuff online. Now you're telling people not to buy stuff online. I didn't say not to. I just said that's one of the reasons why things are changing. Well, I mean, I, I don't necessarily think it's changing for the worst, though. I didn't say it was the worst, but it's just different than it used to be. I, you know, I, I remember mean, there was a night. My dad would make one night where he'd pile the kids in the car and we would drive all around and just look at people's Christmas lights. Now you go up and down the neighborhood and six people will call. Because there's a, you know, they make figgy pudding in Ukraine. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, we have to protect that. So send there $45 billion dollars more. Fair enough. My most pop music dating back to the 50s were written by Jewish folks. Interesting. I did not yeah. know that. Matt Gene says, Feliz Navidad. Took 20 seconds to write. Three lines. That's it. That is yeah. true. And there's another one too. That song that's very popular on the border. I've heard. Yes, that's um. There are some songs that are need to be updated, like that uh, one. A child, a child shivers in the cold. Let us bring him silver and gold. Yeah. If, if that if it was this first Christmas this year, it probably would be let us bring him a tablet of his own. Yes. I don't. Again, my I've had. I think my daughter's had a tablet since she was six. Wow, um, and a phone and stuff since shortly thereafter. Because, you know, one, it's not like you know she's sitting around playing shoots and ladders and board games like we used to play. We used to play, yeah. To and two, like a phone. You even when she was going to school when she was younger, you can track the phone, so I know where she's at all the time. Right. And if I need to get a hold of her, she's not stupid. I can um, get a hold of her. Let's see. We've got some more text coming in here. Joy says, shoot, someone's being a Grinch tonight. I'm assuming she's talking about me. Sorry, Joyce. No, I'm just, you know, it's the Christmas season, and I'm feeling it tonight. Um, let's see. Mayor Bill, I saw Santa kissing a transgender. There you go. There's That's up <laughs> That's the new song. I heard that on the radio this morning. Bob says, when my wife and I are out and about at stores and Bing Crosby is playing, I start singing it loudly and she just shakes her head. There you go. It's good. Of course, there's a difference between carols and Christmas songs. True. From politics to Christmas music. Good job, guys. Well, we're a wide variety show here. Absolutely. We have a lot of stuff that we talk about. I'm not like upset about stuff. I just don't like, you know, when we do talk politics, uh, Trump is always brought up. I just don't think that it's necessary. It doesn't, when the topic isn't Donald Trump, Donald Trump doesn't need to be brought up. And no matter who I talk to, and it's not just you, Mike, um, you started to do it, you stopped yourself, and that's fine. But it's family that I have, it's friends that I have, and because they're liberal and they don't like Donald Trump, that it doesn't matter. What I bring up, they always make their way back to him. And there's no, and that pisses me off, quite frankly. And I'm sick and tired of that. I'm sick and tired of every single story. Well, Donald Trump wasn't a nice guy. Okay, I didn't talk about him. So quit bringing his name up. Guy, he, like The guy is in real estate, I get it. But he, he's got space in your head forever. It's it's shocking to me, uh, but we'll, we'll try to lay off some of the politics. Um, what is your New Year's resolution? 
We'll get into that in a, in a few because we got somebody coming up here in just a second. Uh, I do hate that Donald Trump texts me more than my friends. Yes. <laughs> uh, we got to take a quick break. And we have Will Spiegelberg coming up, attorney at law. Uh, we're going to give away some tickets. Correct? Correct. All right. So we'll take a quick break. We'll get him on and give away some stuff because it's the holiday season. It's almost Christmas. Then we'll get into New Year's resolutions. And we saw a story. Oh, uh, we got a full hour coming. We got a full hour coming. Stanford is doing something a little bit crazy. We'll talk about that and more in Asinine. Hey, it's Seth from Mario's Barbershop in Parma, 7526 Broadview Road in the Pleasant Valley Shopping Center right next to Big Lots. You got to check out Mario, man. Great guy, does a lot for charities, but can perform miracles with hair. He even made me look clean cut. Does my hair, does a great job. Love talking to the guy while I'm sitting there. It's a great place to go. Local business. You got to go to Mario's Barbershop in Parma. Again, donate some toys. Trying to make the kids in Northeast Ohio happy. The kids in Kentucky happy after the floods and the tornadoes. Mario's Barbershop in Parma, 7526 Broadview Road. Again, in Parma, Pleasant Valley Shopping Center, right next to Big Lots. Or give them a call, 216-520-1977. That's 216 216- 520-1977, Mario's Barbershop in Parma. Trust Joe's Lakewood Computer at 14035 Madison in Lakewood. They have over 30 years of professional service handling laptop and desktop repair services, virus removal, and data migration, and much more. You can trust them with hardware updates to your computer's memory and hard drive. Call 216 651 3880. Whether you need a simple Windows install or you're interested in the latest computers for gaming, call Joe's Lakewood Computer at 216-651-3880. This is Tim Elkhorn, radio voice of the Cleveland Cavaliers for attorney Will Spiegelberg. Will Spiegelberg is not only a name you know, he's someone you can trust as your attorney no matter the circumstance. Will Spiegelberg is an attorney you can always count on. Will Spiegelberg is the attorney you should contact for all your legal work. When you need an attorney, call Will Spiegelberg at 216-233-4240. Attorney Will Spiegelberg, a great teammate. 216-233-4240. And right back here on the Seth Williams Show with Mike Jusselka. Speaking of attorney Will Spiegelberg, Will, how you doing tonight? Hey, hey. Tired. How about you? Um, good, good. A little yeah. cold in here. I got a window open and it's uh, snowing as you can see behind me. So, uh, what are you doing tonight? Well, I'm going to uh, watch the Cleveland Cavaliers once I spend a little time with you guys. And then we're going to watch Cleveland Cavaliers. Actually, I'm going to listen to Cleveland Cavaliers because I gave my tickets to my grandsons who are home from college. So, cool. they're taking my tickets and I'm going to sit back, relax, and listen to Mr. Alcorn on uh, the radio. Fantastic. And you have some tickets to give away tonight, I understand. Yes, I do. All right. So what are they for? They're for the Cleveland Cavaliers. And the date is going to be the 2nd of January, 2023, at 7 o'clock against the Chicago Bulls. Oh, my gosh. Nice. There you go. And what do people have to do to get these tickets? All they have to do is to... Get the trivia question, call you, email you, text you, whatever, 
Email Seth and Mike at Outlook.com. Seth and Mike at Outlook.com. Email us the answer to the trivia question. We will pick a winner for Cavaliers tickets uh, January 2nd. January 2nd versus the Bulls. There you go. So email us the answer, and we will pick a winner. What is the question? The question is, what is Donovan Mitchell's nickname? What is Donovan Mitchell's nickname? I know that. Jeez. Even Shazelka knows that. All right, yep. so that, that's a good question. Email us the answer, Seth and Mike at Outlook.com, and we will pick a winner for January 2nd. Now, you have to have the Seat Geek app to get these yes. tickets, correct? Correct. You so it's really easy to get. Seat Download Geek the Seat Geek app. app. It's real simple to get the Seat Geek app. Just go to your app store, get the Seat Geek app, and then we will uh, get your information to uh, Will, and we will get you tickets to the Cavaliers. January 2nd, 2023, against the Bulls. I can't yes. believe the first two weeks you came on and asked the hardest Cavalier question. And this week you gave away the easiest. I bet if I don't know this one. Mailbox, I bet if we went to the mailbox now, we already have a winner. I don't know. This I one. hope so. Okay. Well, I can't say it because, you know, I can't win the thing. But uh, pretty easy. Right. Yeah, pretty easy. But that's all right. They'll have fun. And it's a great way to kick off the new year. It's a great right. game, and great. It'll be a great. It'll be a fantastic game, and I'm sure Mr. Alcorn will do a great job behind the microphone. And uh, you know what can I say? I like the Cavs. I like the Charge. You know, go Charge. Thank you, Will. And what? Is, how do people get a hold of you if they need an attorney? Well, uh, my number is area code two one six two three three four two four zero. That's two one six two three three four two four zero. Give me a call anytime. If I can't help you, I'll get somebody who can. That's great. Thank well, you, sir. We appreciate you coming on. Thank you for uh, giving those tickets away. Those are this yep. is our last show before Christmas. So Merry Christmas to you and well, your Merry family. Merry Christmas to you guys. And all I can say is charge up. You got Amen. it. Amen. Thanks, all Will. Right. You're welcome. Thank you, Will. Bye. Bye. That's cool. Cavaliers taking stuff for grabs. Donovan Mitchell's nickname. Just yep, uh, I'll, I'll text it to you. No, I mean. Just we'll get the uh, winner's information, give it to Will, get the Seeky Gap, and you'll get tickets to Monday, January 2nd at uh, Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. Fieldhouse. Against the Bulls. I uh, I want to go see a game. So I'm looking yeah, forward to it. I do too. I really like what they've done with uh, the arena too. That was a nice update. The place looks completely different. Unfortunately, I can't go on the second because we have a show for one. Uh, but two, that is my daughter's 16th birthday. How cool is that? Gonna be sixteen. That's unbelievable. My daughter's gonna be driving. It's weird, but uh, Ben checks in and says, "Happy holidays, Seth and Mike. Happy holidays, Ben. Thanks, Merry Ben. Christmas. Happy holidays to you, bro. Merry Kwanzaa, whatever it is. Yeah, fun Thank show. You. I like the back and forth and different topics thrown around. The quality of the broadcast gets better and better. Well done, guys. Thank you very much. I agree. Joy says, uh, "New Year's resolutions." Somebody asked about earlier. And then we'll get into the Stanford thing because yeah, I want to. We have to. An hour is not going to be enough time for the Stanford thing. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, plenty of time for tonight because got yeah. nothing else for you. But yeah. what what is your New Year's resolution? Get back on stage. The Jeopardy music behind you. Get back on stage and get this show up to five days a week. There you go. All right, mine is cure cancer. No. Um, <laughs> no. 
Since I stopped drinking and smoking, can I make my New Year's resolutions to start drinking and smoking? Mm. No, that's probably bad. Maybe no. you know, my New Year's resolution is to eat as much fast food as possible. No, probably not. No. no I what I, I gave up all the things that I liked, so what do I do now? I well, I you don't have to give something up. You can try doing something new or different. Yeah, get a job that actually pays me money. That should well, be my yeah, New Year's resolution. I've been trying start. that for the past year. Yeah, you and me both. <laughs> my New Year's resolution is to have this year not suck as bad as the last one. That's a good start. Because if you notice, starting Monday, Tuesday, next week, right after Christmas, that's all people are going to say to each other. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Hey, Happy New Year. Anybody you make eye contact with, people you'd never talk to in public, Happy New Year. Oh, Happy New Year. And then all of a sudden, January 2nd or 3rd, everybody collectively at one time will go, who are we kidding? It's the same old, same old. It is. And it goes away. Why do we do that? It goes away. Nothing actually changes and gets better. <laughs> Usually things suck. I mean, I, I'm hoping that that's not the case. Exactly. But last year, I was like, I remember going into last year, uh, going into 2022. Um, because... I mean, honestly, the end of 2021 was just terrible. Triv passed away, and it was just beyond bad. Losing him was just a nightmare, and it was a nightmare for a lot of people in the city, but especially his family and then right. his friends and his wife, of course, and son and stepson and everybody. It was just a nightmare. And so the end of 2021 was, was terrible. And then going into 2022, I was like, all right, we gotta hope for the best here. We gotta hope that you know this year, you know, it didn't end last year, didn't end well, but this year is a different year. And I put on that same stupid happy face going, Happy New Year to everybody. Let's go, let's get it this year. It'll be great. And then what happens? I immediately get COVID going into 2022, was bedridden for like three weeks. Then I get fired from my job two days after I get back from COVID. And then not even a couple months later, I go into the hospital into a coma and lose my leg. Then I spent most of 2022 during the summertime anyways, in a wheelchair and trying to learn how to walk again. Um, now this show has been a blessing. I've been enjoying this. So I'm happy about that. And I'm excited that things, you know, going in the right direction, hopefully God willing, knock on any kind of wood you got around you. So I'm hoping that 2023, we can shake it off a little bit and say, all right, it's another one, but I have to see it before I'm going to believe it, to be honest. Well, here is my advice, especially to people that are spiritually based. Don't ever, no matter how bad things get in your life, don't ever throw your hands up, look towards heaven and say, oh my God, how much worse could things possibly get? Because that's God's favorite prayer to answer. <laughs> that is true. That is absolutely true. You'll have your answer to that in a week. Mayor Bill says trespassing sucked him. Yep. Text in your New Year's resolutions. If you yeah, have anything okay. interesting. Yeah, share with us. Open up and tell. Let us know. Call in. They keep giving out the link and nobody's like calling in. Just call in. And say what you want to say. Because I'm interested to see it. Maybe somebody has something different than, well, I'm going to lose weight. Because you know that's a lie. 
everybody starts losing weight in January. By February, you're it's cooped back up in the house because the weather sucks, yeah, and man. you're eating cookies that you have left over from the holidays, and you're sitting there waiting to get Valentine's candy. And then this you get is, fat all over again. Right. This is the last show before Christmas, so how about everybody sitting at home listening? Text in and tell us either your most favorite, absolute worst, or weirdest Christmas present that you've ever received. Just right. let us share a couple things with us. Anything you want to share? That's fine. Yeah. Uh, we'll get serious next week, I guess, because yeah. well, we got Christmas coming up. So that's fine. Um, Chris has Seth glass half empty. You escaped a life-ending situation. Plus, you got and capitalized on an opportunity to do your own show. Plus, you got a house. Plus, wasn't all bad, bro. No, I understand that. And I'm not trying to be glass half empty guy. I'm not. I'm just trying to be realistic also. Because, again, you're right about all those things. And those things are great things. This house was a blessing. This show was absolutely a blessing. I wish there were more people watching it. But that's going to take time. And I understand that. Um but and I think it's headed in the right direction. Chris, you know that. I talk to you every day and bother you about something. But I'm just saying it wasn't the greatest of years. But there are a lot of great things that did happen. I shouldn't say that it's all bad. It's not all bad. But I'm also doing a show. Hello. So we got to talk about things, make it interesting. Well, come on. If I just said my life was peaches and cream. How interesting is that? There you go. All right, let's get to it. Scott says, drinking less, you've inspired me. If if we've got a commercial break, let's get it over with. No, not yet. That, let's turn to what you called me and sent me uh, emailed when we were talking about what to talk about on the show today. Mayor Bill says he got a blow up doll. Okay, see that's how hard was that? Does he still have it? Does it still work? And well, I won't ask. Well, I don't think they go bad, do they? I mean, I can't. Well, well I guess if he popped the damn it. thing, you that's know, true. if. If he overinflated it and jumped on top, it might be have gone bad. Yeah, that's why you know, me and blow up doll is probably not the best idea. She's got to be on top. Let's just be honest. Um, there you go. Realism is what you do when you don't strive to achieve. Winners do things outside of reality. All right? Why are you getting all heavy on me, Chris? I'm trying to, you know, I'm just saying stuff. <laughs> Come on, you know, you know how I really feel about life. I actually love life. I love getting up every day. It's actually a blessing. Believe me, I consider it a massive blessing yeah. uh, to wake up now. It's like my favorite part of the day. Uh, no, I poked it. Oh, Jesus. Come Too on. hard. And... <laughs> no, I told you. See? We... Oh, right. uh, I'm giving up being so judgmental when health is over. Yeah, everybody's 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 judgmental, though. If you think about it, there's nobody that doesn't judge somebody in some way. I mean, again, people make fun of me all the time, I'm sure, when they see me walking with the leg. And I get it. That's fine. And you don't judge people when you see him, Mike? I assess. I'd like to think that there's a difference. You assess? Yeah. I mean, you try to take everything in at once. Everybody's got good and bad. Everybody's got weaknesses and strength. Everybody, But everybody's interesting. I have spent my whole life talking to perfect strangers. I'll give you an example. I was in the store at Christmas shop a couple of days ago, stopped to get groceries on the way home. This little lady, little old lady, shorter than my mom, who was like 5'2", taps me on my elbow, looks at me and says, can I ask you a favor? I said, sure. What do you need? She goes, 
can you help me get that off the top shelf? And what it was, was one of those big plastic jugs of those little cheese puffs. So I bent over and I said, all right, I'll give you your choice. Do you want me to get it down and hand it to you? Or would it be more fun for you if I picked you up and let you get it yourself? And she blushed and she giggled and she walked away and she looked back over her shoulder and said, you made my day. I have always, always, always interacted with people. I was a couple of days ago. I went with a friend of mine uh, who had to go to a, a doctor's appointment. We're sitting there and everybody's sitting around in the waiting room. After we signed in and checked in, they said, sit down. The nurse will call you. I got up in the middle, walked across the room and loud enough for everybody in the room to hear. I said, excuse me, do you have any really filthy magazines? And the whole room didn't want to look. They want, and half the people laughed. And so that's what I do. I've always done that with people and talk to strangers. So see, all right, well, that's good. I now I judged people three times last night alone. I remember specifically the three people that I judged. I went to a department store kind of place, right? And I walked in. First person I judged was this woman who I had my cart, I had my cane in it, and then so I'm walking along. I just walked in, and she backs up. Hits my cane, falls out of the, it falls out of the cart and onto the ground. She doesn't look back and doesn't say I'm sorry. Doesn't pick up the cane for me. I'm walking by myself, so I had to try to get this thing. And you know, it was yeah. slightly difficult. And right. I judge her right away. She's a horrible person, and I hope that she has a terrible, terrible Christmas. Because how can you be that mean and just to ignore altogether what you just did? The second person I judged was this older lady. She was in line, and all you could hear was coughing, cough, cough. She just kept coughing, 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 coughing. And I turned around, and I had a pot that I was buying in, like, my cart. And I literally shielded my face with the lid of the pan because I was afraid of her coughing. Right. And I put my hood up over my head, and I pulled my shirt up over my nose because I was terrified of her. So I judged her right away. She has to have some sort of illness, and I was going to get it. So I judged her. And then the third person I judged, also same store, super hot girl wearing a belly shirt and big fake boobs hanging out. And I judged her right away as being my next wife. Other than that, I didn't judge anybody in the store, but I did judge three people. Now, week. with you talking about that, <clears throat> I will admit to something. I judge people that I don't meet. When I see somebody in person, I assess them. But I am judgmental about people that I haven't even met yet. And I'll give you the biggest example. It just happened to me today. I was looking all over for a parking spot to go to Myers grocery store. And every space that was open near the front of the store was for curbside pickup. Kiss my, those people are too lazy to go in and get their own groceries. They shouldn't be allowed to park right next to the store. Park them way at the end of the store and let the employee who's already done all their shopping run their ass all the way out to hand them their bag of groceries and let the people that are coming to walk around, buy things, shop, patronize the store, let us park close and get to the front door. 
I'm no, sick of all of that curbside pickup stuff. It's unfortunate that because I'm missing a leg that I had to park in the curbside pickup to pick up some stuff the other day. Well, so I apologize for being in your way. No, handicapped um, space is different. I'm talking about oh, curbside pickup. Uh, I once received a Visa gift card that was worth zero dollars. Okay. That would suck. That would be yeah. awful. Yeah, I hope he didn't buy a lot of stuff and then try to pay for it and get embarrassed. I hope he didn't find out the hard way that it was no money on it. Uh, Chris says, you pay for the service, Mike. When you go to a restaurant, they cook for you because you pay them to. Same deal. People are paying for curbside service. That is true. You pay extra to get that. Now, I will say they did take away some handicapped spots for uh, to put some of these curbside things, so that does suck, but not everybody's handicapped. And so... I mean, I guess it is what it is. You do pay for that. You know, you want something extra, you're paying extra for it. Well, you know what? They're not going to nickel off the price of their groceries and put their parking space at the back ass end. Well, I mean, I'm not trying to be confrontational because you know I would never be confrontational. But let me just ask you a question. Are you that lazy that you can't walk an extra two spaces to get to the store because you're upset that somebody else is getting curbside service? You have the same option to get curbside service if you want to. You would just have to pay a little bit more. No. I mean, no. even myself, who you know is missing a leg last night, there were no handicapped spots available. Um, and so I had to park, you know, halfway across the parking lot, and I got out and I walked my way up, and I didn't complain about it. I just did it. I mean, it, you know, it's not that big of a deal. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I mean, curbside service—they have drive-throughs. They have all kind of different things. Convenience is not, you know, a bad thing. Admittedly, I have parked at the expected mother's spots only. I've told my wife to do that. No, what are they know. What are they going to do? Make her pee right there and take the test? Like I'm telling you right now. I mean, my wife isn't, but like if I was like a fat broad. Yeah. I'd be parking in the expected mother's thing all the time. What are they going to do? Just accuse you of just being fat? I mean, that's asking for a lawsuit right there. So I absolutely would just say, if I was a fat broad, I'd just park. And actually, being a fat guy now in this day and age, I could say that I'm just a fat pregnant guy. And I identify as a fat pregnant guy, and I can park wherever I want. So I'm going to start doing that. That's a good point. Bingo. That's yeah, a great if I was, if I was a fat that. woman, God, believe me, I would be parking in every one of those expected mothers things. Because, Mike, they're people, too. They're just regular people. There you go. It's not my problem that they chose to get pregnant. Why do they get a close-up spot? I, I'm not disagreeing with you. I just think See? you hit on the perfect segue into what we're going to talk about next. All right. Well, I guess we'll switch the subject if that's what you want to do. So we will be right back. In just a minute with a story that I think is kind of entertaining. It's that for smoking rock and roll food trucks, you got to check them out, man. The food is just unbelievable. Mac and cheese is fantastic. The brisket, everything else is just to die for. You got to check out smoking rock and roll. 605 Clay Parkway in Bay Village. You can give them a call 216-539-2239 to book a food truck. Uh, you know, Find out where they're going to be at. They're going to be all over the place, Come, especially when the spring and summer hits. It's unbelievable food. They win awards all over the place. Run by my good friend uh, Billy Morris uh, and his friend Todd. They're good people, and they make great, great food. You got to check it out. Smoke and Rock and Roll. Smokeandrockandroll.com. Guarantees and Signs has become your complete one-stop sign shop. Call Jimmy at 216-299-9344. 
Their friendly and professional staff can and will help you build your company brand and identity from start to finish. One stop means you get a complete package from one location. Custom logo design, vehicle graphics, banners, t-shirts, storefront marquees, and so much more. Aaron Tees and Signs, 4883 Turning Road. Call us at 216-299-9344. Hey, it's Seth for Audio Bay Studios in Bay Village. And now if you need a podcast done... You got a band, you got to record some stuff. Audio Base Studios is the place to go. Train technicians, uh, good management there. I'm telling you, Audio Base Studios has helped me out tremendously with my podcast. You want to go there, Audio Base Studios, 605 Clegg Parkway in Bay Village. It's right next to, or in the same building, I should say, as Smokin' Rock and Roll. Some of the best barbecue food trucks in town. The best barbecue food trucks in town. Tell me, you got to check out Audio Base Studios. I know the guy, Chris Aiken. I know the guy, Billy Morris. They're good people. They take care of you. Audio Base Studios, if you got a podcast that you want to start recording, Audio Base Studios in Bay Village is the place to be. 605 Clegg Parkway. Give them a call. 216-713-0066. That's 216-713-0066. Uh, right back here on the Seth Williams Show with Mike Chisoka. Live. Uh, Post it everywhere afterwards. That's a good thing. I'm checking the email. We did have uh, at least a, one or two people that have gotten a nickname and want to go to the Cavs game. So that's a good thing. Um, real quick, before we get into the story, um, we were talking about, uh, well, I have a special Christmas message. So let's just play it. Really gonna make me vote for Joe Biden. Show sense is best. Happy Easter, everybody. Um, you have a story you want to get into? Go ahead. Oh, I do. Um, I went to UCLA in the mid seventies, and at the time, Stanford tried to have or did have enjoy the reputation of being known as the Harvard of the West. And they are in the middle right now of doing one of the most ridiculous, dumb things I have ever heard of. And I have said before, I started the the show and I defend myself against people that say, oh, you're just a liberal and oh, you're just a social. And I have said a million times, no. The left and the right have both got it wrong, and we've got to try something new. And the answer is in the mid. But you texted me the fact that it's an internal document that got leaked. Yes. They're trying to teach all their IT people to rework all of their tech, all of their communication, all of their computers, all of their programming, all of the stuff to eliminate words that are supposedly offensive. I researched a bunch of what those words are, and not only do they list the word that has to go, but yeah. they make a recommendation of the word that should replace it, and then they give a ridiculous justification as to why the word is offensive and has to be changed. Yeah. So I'll let you lead off with the first one, the one that you first sent to me that's in the title of things. and then we'll I can't remember which, which article I said. I read like six American. articles. Which one? They want to get rid of the word oh, American. American. 
That's right. Um, and they want to get rid of the word it with American and replace it with U.S. citizen. Yeah. And yes. the reason for that is because it discriminates against Central and South America. Yes, it does. Who are these? I, we can't swear on this podcast yet. But who are these idiots? There isn't anybody in Central or South America that calls themselves, hi, I'm a Central American. They all say, I'm Ecuadorian, I'm Port, you know, uh, Peruvian, yeah. I'm Brazilian, I'm Mexican, I'm this, I'm that, I'm the other thing. We that are the only ones saying that we're America. Because also, in 1492, yeah. some guy thought he was in India and said, and it became the Americas. Some of the other things they want to get rid of, they want to get rid of immigrant, of course, uh, to person who has immigrated. Now, okay. and well, here's my, yeah, go ahead. Um, you can't say master. Well, wait a minute. Let's do one at a time. Well, I mean, I'm just running down the list here. You can take over whatever you want. I'm just kidding. But master is out because historically masters enslaved people. Uh, blind study unintentionally perpetuates the disability of somehow abnormal or negative. So blind studies is out. I like this one. Gangbusters is banned uh, because it invokes the notion of police action against gangs. Uh, not to be wrong with that. I don't know. Not a, not to beat a dead horse. You can't say beat a dead horse anymore. Normalizes violence against animals. Yeah, and it says beat a dead horse. It's not violence against an animal. The horse is already dead. Yeah, That's the, horse the whole is dead. concept of what that means is that it's a total and idiotic waste of time. And as far as changing immigrant to person who immigrates, how can you hear the word immigrant? And not know you're talking about a human being. There aren't many rocks that have started out in Brazil that 42 million years later have moved a half an inch towards their goal of coming to America. Now, inanimate objects and animals don't immigrate. Only people immigrate. So you don't have to say person. But, I mean, this isn't only happening at Stanford. I mean, it's happening all over the country. I mean, there's well, who I mean, are these people? Pronouns and that kind of thing that are going on with people, whether it's you can't say illegal anymore, you illegal immigrant, you got to see say undocumented, whatever it is. I mean, you can't say yeah, much of it, 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 people are offended now by every single thing that you say and do. And these words in this university have gone absolutely crazy. This is ridiculous. Man hours has to be changed to person hours because person hours. and here's the one that kills me brave. And they don't have a word to replace it because it promotes a savage stereotype. Brave is an, an honorable term that I don't care who it applies to, even the Indians. It's just white paper is supposed to be a position paper because white is racist. I'm going to tell you right now, for as one sided as everybody thinks I am, I'm white. I am sick and tired of being told that I'm the only person that could possibly ever be racist because I'm a white male. And everybody else, I also want to say thank you for waiting till this century to jump all over white males now that everything's been invented. <laughs> and, and you're right, though. I mean, I've talked to the uh, youth of the, the around town now. I've talked to some kids that, currently going to high schools and middle schools and stuff like that. And 
Um, they've actually said that um, black people, other races can't be racist. Yeah, that it's they, only white people that can be racist. They want. I just don't see how that's possible. Me there neither. Are people that hate everybody. Exactly. It doesn't matter what color you are. There are black people that hate white people. There are Chinese people that hate white people. There are people all over the. There are people that just hate other people. This you is going to be a racist, and you're not white. I don't understand this, where that comes from. This is going to scare a lot of people, but I'm going to say it anyway. If you go all, all the way back to the 1700s. An awful lot of white people went to Africa to fill up slave ships. But they were scared to death to get out of the boat and go in the jungle. Those ships were filled up because there was racism on the continent of Africa before white people got there. And the ones that fought and hated their enemies turned their enemies in and sold them. It is a stain that works on everybody and, and, and isn't going to go away because we changed the language. They want to change the word Karen to, listen to this, a demanding or entitled white woman. That's the one that put me on yeah, tilt. Yeah, so I'm tired of the fact that because I'm, I'm the only one that can be racist. Now, I'm not saying that racism isn't as evil as everybody says it is, but the only way we're going to make it go away is if we get a little bit closer to going back to that content of the character versus the color of skin argument, and that's blind. That has nothing to do with you know your 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 genes for uh, skin color. Let's see here. We got uh, Victor chiming in. Some people are happy and miserable. Uh, some people live to hate. That is true. Amen. They want to change child prostitute to child who has been trafficked. Yeah, yeah. Now, what happens if you're stuck in L.A. between 5 and 6.30 on Interstate 5 trying to get to Santa Monica and you got two kids in the backseat? Are they being trafficked? That is true. Let's see uh, what else we got. This is in the book 1984, changing and eliciting words and terms supposed to be completed by 2050. Well, we won't be around to see that. But But here's the thing, Cheryl. Here's the thing. Sure. In 1984, it was supposed to be a struggle. The world we live in now, it's like Satan shows up and you look over your shoulder and go, oh, you want to do me back there? I'll tell you what, you stand still, I'll back up. <laughs> That's how easy we're making it for him. Mayor Bill says the world is screwed up. I'm glad I'm 62 with one foot in the grave. I have told many an audience. What does that mean to me? Do I have one foot in the grave? or No, but we're both on the back nine. There's nothing wrong with playing the back nine. And the other reason I'm glad I'm older than everybody who's listening that's younger is everything I did growing up, I got away with because none of it was recorded. Uh, Chris uh, checks in and says the, the pyramids were built by Egyptian slaves, but we haven't torn them down for some reason. Because you're wrong, Chris. This is one time I'm going to absolutely disagree with you. And this is a show topic for another day. We only got a half hour left here. Um, the pyramids were not built by Egyptian slaves. I mean, that's ridiculous. How do you think they would get those kind of that kind of tonnage up in a shape and perfectly formed and everything else? It was not built by Egyptian slaves. It was built by aliens. And if you don't know that by now, I don't know where you've been. But aliens built the pyramids. Uh, Let's see here. 
Scott says, oh, yeah, another good thing to listen to. Paul Harvey, if I were the devil. Yes. Another thing. I, yeah, Mayor Bill agrees. Built by aliens. Yes. And if we could play that Paul Harvey thing, I would love to. I don't know if we can. I, I got an encapsulated. Here's a shorter version. Guy dies, goes to hell. And the devil says, I'll cut you a deal. I'll give you a tour, and you can pick out how I get to torture you the rest of your life. So he goes from room to room to room, and people are getting burned, skinned, beaten, abused, just you know, in, in there with wild animals and tortured and all of that kind of stuff. And then he goes into this one room. Guy is sitting in a recliner, smoking a cigarette, having a beer. There's six football games on, and there is a prostitute in front of him on her knees. The guy says... Oh, I, I picked this one. This is this is how I want to spend eternity. And the devil walks over, taps the prostitute on the shoulder and says, you can go now. I found your replacement. <laughs> uh, Chris says, I stand corrected. Well, you're not monetized yet. should be okay to play it. Ask Chris. It's not a matter of like whether it's a matter of whether uh, some of these like social media things will block it. Like I, I won't talk about you know certain things when it comes to COVID because it gets flagged everywhere that you put it. So now here's another one that I don't understand. They want to right. change handicapped parking to accessible parking. Now accessible means that you can attain it. So if I park in the accessible parking space, is that okay? Am I allowed to park there? Even though it's I guess. for people that I can't mention the term anymore. Although I did find something out the other day. What's that? That I find very interesting. This was not in the, the uh, <clears throat> Stanford thing, I believe, but I did find this out. Uh, amputee yeah. is no longer acceptable. I am yep. an amputee according to you know everything that I've right. read because my leg is gone. Um, but no, I am not an amputee. This is now for real. I'm not joking. I read this the other day, and this is how messed up our world is becoming because there's crazy people out there. I am known now as limb deficient. Oh, my God. I'm not joking. No, I know you're not. I am limb deficient. So from now on, I don't want anybody to refer to me as amputee or I, I guess you could call me leg challenged. Yeah. But the official term is limb deficient. I am so tired of 98.6% of the population walking on eggshells so as to not offend the 1.4% that's getting all this attention and we have to remake the entire language for. It's I I the words that come to mind I can't say on the air. But every single time, it's one of those words that I can't say on the air. But it, it's crazy because, again, it goes with <clears throat> and Stanford's not the first thing. No, you know, I know. Do this. I mean, it's happening in everyday life now. I looked at, I had to fill out some paperwork, whatever, and it asked what name my child identifies with. Um, the one on her birth certificate is what I put down. Is a good one. What do you mean? What a name? 
what other name is there? It's the one that I've filled out on 19 different forms. It's there's no nickname. It's the name that's on the birth certificate. It's no he, she, they, them, it, what. Right. It says girl. It says a name. It says a first name, a last name, a middle name. There you go. That's what she identifies with. There, these options now that you have, I'm filling out, I filled out an application for something. It wasn't like a job or anything, but I had to fill out something. And it gave me an option of Mr., Mrs., other, or don't want to say. I can put what I am. What I am is right. Mr. Yeah. I, 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 I don't understand. I, I'll I'll share this with the audience. Somebody says you're a limtard. That's awful. There you go. That's so terrible. Why would you say that? Because uh, because he, he can. He's still. No, you can't. I should have that guy removed from Facebook yeah. and I was watching on YouTube. No, I'm kidding. That's fine. That's funny, actually. But again, like I said, a lot of people don't know. Um, but I'll share this with everybody. I sit down when I pee. I I don't know how it started. Maybe I got up in the middle of the night. Maybe I was drinking too much. But once I started doing it, it's like, wow, this is really comfortable. This is really easy. I'm going to be in here a while. I can take a couple minutes. But I sit down. But every single time, I don't get confused by that. Every single time I stand up, I still like women. There you go. So, you know. Um, Mark checks in again. Wants to know if the pyramids were built by illegal aliens. Oh, I would assume. Well, I probably. Yes, yeah. those were definitely illegal aliens. Definitely. I would have ran with that. She identifies as a doodle bug. <laughs> Christmas child. Elvis. Marker friend. Hope you got your shirt, Scott. Did you get your your shirt? Let me know. Uh, you can get your shirts. Scott reminded me. Uh, you get the shirt that I'm wearing right now. It says you're in the air on the back of it. Uh, it has the show logo on the front. Um, go to thesethwilliamshow.com. Thesethwilliamshow.com. And you can get your shirt there. Um, probably not going to get it before Christmas at this point. But uh, you can start off the new year right with your new t-shirt from the show. There's a resolution. Show.com. Yeah, that's a New Year's resolution. Watch the show and get a shirt. So you can go to the SethWilliamsShow.com. Thanks to WCTs.com, Wolf Creek Media for the shirts. And sign up to get your uh, your stickers there, your free stickers. Thanks to Aaron Sign Signs as well on the website, the SethWilliamsShow.com. WCTs.com message line been blowing up tonight with a lot of people. So that's good. Uh, Scott says, haha, yes, I did. It fits great. So that's good. Good cool. for you. Good for him. Uh, fantastic. Uh, gotta think, I want to think before the show is over, we're going to thank all the sponsors. I might as well just do it real quick. Sure. Right? Then yeah. we get back to this topic. If you got a comment on the word topic, send it in. But while I'm thinking about it, before I forget to do it, I just want to thank all of our sponsors because, you know, this is the last show before Christmas and we really appreciate everything that they've done for us. Um, so thank you, Charlie's Auto Repair. Um, thank you to him. Berta Custom Flags. The American flags are fantastic that he does. And he's a good friend. So is Charlie. Triv's Restaurant, Strongsville. Still got time to get out there. Spend a little bit of New Year's out there, whatever. But have a great meal out there. Mario's Barbershop. Mario is supposed to join us at some point tonight. I don't know if he's going to make it in or not. But Mario's Barbershop in Parma. 
He's a good guy, great guy. When you're getting your haircut, you can sit there and talk to him. Uh, Joe's Computer Shop in Lakewood. Um, we have our, our setups at home because of Joe's Computer Shop in Lakewood. Yep. Of course, Will Spiegelberg, lawyer, attorney at law, giving away the Cavs tickets tonight. Uh, smoke and rock and roll. We appreciate uh, Billy Morris there. Uh, Aaron Tees and Signs, great friend, Jimmy Grenick. He's a good man. Um, they did find, if you listen to the show a few back, they did find the guy that broke his windows. So Jimmy Grenick, good for him. Uh, that's yep. good. Audio Bay Studios, Billy Morris. Chris Aiken is actually heading up stuff now, so that's good. We appreciate Chris more than you could possibly imagine. Uh, everything that he's done for this show and you know for us. Yep. Um, Wolf Creek Media. We thank them for the t-shirts. These t-shirts are fantastic, very comfortable. And so order yours again, the Seth Williams Show.com. Tammy, great friend of the show. Great of the show. Um, and continues to just be a good friend, period. Her and um, her son Colin are just good people. And so we uh, we appreciate everybody. We appreciate every single sponsor that we have, though, just you know, who's helped us out uh, through uh, getting this whole thing started. And so if you get a chance, please, you know, patron these guys and, and gals because they've helped us and continue to help us. I know we have some more on the way after the first of the year. Looking forward so to that. Yes. That was some big announcements there. And uh, but thanks to all those guys for for helping everything. Uh, we really do appreciate it. So, again, get your comments in because we still have some time left here in the show. Let's see. Can we uh, share um, a piece of good news for one of our uh, sponsors and friend and cohort uh, with this endeavor and talk a little bit about what uh, Billy Morris posted today on Facebook? Going to Australia. He, with the band he's uh, in called Tough, is touring Australia to start uh, – 2023 he'll be there the middle and end of january so i was proud and jealous at the same time when i heard that news good for him from what i understand there's a whole bunch of bands that are going chris knows a lot about it maybe chris wants to jump on maybe he doesn't to talk about that um we're probably going to have uh some people from some of those for at least one or two of those bands coming on this show excellent point to uh, talk about that tour um so i think it's going to be pretty cool though from what i understand um, it sounds pretty interesting, but Billy is going to be taking some time to go across whatever to go to Australia. That guy takes more vacation than Triv did. He's always going somewhere. Hawaii, yeah. he's going to Florida, he's going to Australia. I don't know what the hell that guy does. Apparently, we got in the wrong business because the barbecue food truck business is the... Uh, is smoking hot, yep. Is the way to go. There you go. There Bill says... Great show, Seth. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Mayor Bill, miss you, my friend. Mark says, Merry Christmas. Seth the Mike, the same guy that called me a limtard. Yep. <laughs> Merry Christmas to everybody and their families, too. Please have Sophia back soon. I need to finish my haunted story from Killbuck. That was Sonia, Psychic Sonia. Sonia, yep. We will have Psychic Sonia on again. That's a great idea. Let's have her come in with <clears throat> some predictions on uh, 2023. Yeah, we should. I don't know. You know, maybe she, I don't know. Are psychics into doing that? Are they into giving? Oh, if she's feeling anything and stuff like that, just general stuff about the year. I mean, I feel stuff all the time. Doesn't mean I'm going to be right. I'm trying to figure out what I feel is going to happen. Do you have any like 
forget about New Year's resolution. Do you think you have any thoughts of what's going to happen? We should, maybe we should talk about this next week because next week is actually. Yeah, I, I think that's perfect for next week. But I will tell you this. This is my overall feeling. It may not be the end of the world. Yeah. But it sure as hell is dress rehearsal. You think we're getting close? Oh, man. I think it's going to take a lot to change things around. I don't I don't know what yeah. it's going to be. You know, we we wanted to somebody asked Scott asked if we still have connections with Gary the Numbers Guy. I'm trying to get Gary the Numbers Guy on. Yes, we are. Also, this will be um coming up. The Flat Earth Guy will join the show at some point soon because I love the Flat Earth Guy. I miss talking to the Flat Earth Guy. He's a good man and I want to have him on the show. I talked to him about coming on the show. So I think he will be coming on the show. Um, so I am looking forward to that. Chris is joining us. Um, Chris. Hello, boys. Hi, Chris. How are you doing? I am good. Just sitting here enjoying the show, liking, liking throwing jabs at the both of you all night. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, but you were so wrong. The pyramids were built by aliens. I mean, there's no way in the world that a physical human being, I don't care if there are 300 of them or 3,000 of them, could lift that kind of weight and build the pyramids perfect shapes the way that they are, have all the tunnels inside, all the drawings depict um, some sort of you know extraterrestrial being. There has to be alien life form that did that. You're probably correct. I Like I said, I stand corrected. I just didn't see that episode of UFOs on the History Channel. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, I'm with Seth because the pyramids aren't even the best example. Machu Picchu is yeah, absolutely the crown jewel. Sure. There is but, no way that, you know, people that didn't even know that they should like build a fire to cook their food created that city halfway up a mountain. Right. I agree. <laughs> I, I did read, though, that or see one show that said that the pyramids, they apparently dug out like rivers and they floated these rocks down rivers to lead them to the where they're going to put them. And well, how did they get them up in the air? I refuse to believe that there was a couple of donkeys or elephants that, you know, dragged them up a hill right yeah it's crazy it's crazy to you know it's one of those it's a true mystery how they did it it just is you know i look the idea of aliens pointing their finger and levitating it is probably as good as any other theory don't you think yeah, yeah i mean i would go with they like, probably have like some sort of tractor beam on their ship that could lift yeah. stuff up plus the fact there was no telephone there was no telegraph there was no social media there was no way of communicating and there are pyramids on every continent yeah true good point and they all showed up at the same time i hope we don't get banned from youtube for saying these things <laughs> we probably will uh so what's billy moore's doing is he going to well, he's going to australia he, but what is this whole yeah it's, it's thing? a it's a tour called Glam Fest. It's um, one, two, three, four, four shows across Australia. They're playing Brisbane, Melbourne, Adelaide, and Sydney, and it's um, it's it's a bunch of different bands. It's um, Tough is obviously playing it, but it's um, Enough's Enough, Wednesday Thirteen from the Murder Dolls, um, Eclipse, Enough's Enough, Pretty Boy Floyd, Tough, and then a bunch of other littler bands that I don't know who any of these guys so are. was billy playing with tough yeah, yeah billy's playing with tough yeah, yeah. no so warrant there's no, no warrant, warrant. There. dude billy is you should have billy on some night to talk about warrant if you want to talk about some real controversy because he he and those guys they they do not like him using the name warrant at all really no 
Honestly, I'd no. have to, yeah, I'd like to have him on to talk about that. They've, be, they've definitely tried to distance the Janie Lane warranty really? from the, oh yeah. Yeah, they don't want nothing to do with that because they're not that anymore because Janie's obviously dead and they don't yeah. want any tie to that anymore. What year did Janie pass? Oh my God. Um, that was, 2011 maybe, I think. I was going to say it had to be within the past 11, 12 years because I was actually at a coach for kids benefit and billy was there okay and he actually came backstage and said that janie had died and i was you know it was a shocker that janie lane oh, yeah. away uh, janie, but- was a, janie was a good dude but he was a troubled dude man I, I i have interviews of me with janie two different years in a row where i said to him i said dude why don't you just come off the road and write songs for other people he was a great songwriter he could have made millions of dollars doing that and he filled me up with all kinds of BS, all kinds of, well, you know, now I got a handler and my spiritual advisor and blah, 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 blah. Meanwhile, he wasn't using any of that stuff. He drank himself to death. So it's like, oh, oh Jesus, wow. what are you doing? You know, yeah, Billy, Billy is a talented guy, man. I will give Billy credit. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's funny because every time I'm watching, uh, like, or not watching, but listening to like the radio in the car and, you know, 80s, the 80s channel, whatever it is, I'm, or the Hair Nation, Hair Nation on on sure. and it comes on, and Warren comes on. I immediately call Billy. I'm like, dude, Billy, <laughs> listen to Warren right now, Billy. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, the bother. I'm like, hey, guess what? <laughs> that's the funny thing. Poor, poor Billy, he's not on any of those songs. I think yeah, he's I only on like he did an album with Janie, and I actually was in the studio with him. Billy actually recorded it called um, "Under the Influence." Which was like a bunch of cover songs, but they did two two original songs that Billy is on. But other than that, Billy's not really, you know, you find tons of video of him on YouTube, but that's it. So talk about Billy and that band isn't warranted. Yeah, pretty much, Mike. I know. <laughs> he looked that one up on the computer while we were t- talking. <laughs> well, well, guys, before I jump off, man, I wanted to add a thank you to your guys's list of. Thank you, people, tonight. Yes, yeah. As you see, I got my brand new Michael uh, Gabriel hat on. Very I nice. Got, I got a nice care package from Michael Gabriel today, and he said that he's sending you guys one as well. And boy, did he go the extra mile. He sent shirts and hats and picks and skull caps and all kinds of stuff. Like, it's a big box. We, big we have box. not gotten ours yet, Mike. We have not gotten ours yet. I'm still looking in the mail, but we have not gotten it yet. Michael Gabriel, right. of course. Uh, Prince's godson was on the show a few weeks back. Yeah, and yeah, that was that's cool. That's a nice hat. Yeah, it's a nice hat, man. And right. he said he said one that's white and one that's black, so that it, you know can wear different ones. And so he's a good, way, he's a good dude. If I'm feeling racist, I don't have to wear the black hat. Is that what you're saying? Calling me a white male racist? Is that what you're? Oh yeah, that's why you wear the white hat. All right, just making sure. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you'll keep the white hat and Mike will take the black hat, right? <laughs> or the non-white hat, to, according to the college, right? Yeah, if we're going to Stanford's uh, list of words, then we have to go with the non-white hat. So <laughs> you can have the acceptable hat or the racist hat. Yeah. Make your choice. Right. <laughs> I hope the tour comes uh, to Cleveland. I really do. With the Billy's tour? Not, well, uh, no. Michael like Gabriel. Oh, Michael Gabriel? I, yeah. I think he probably will. I mean, he's he's a hell of a musician, man. I mean, that's that's the one thing about him. 
you know, we both interviewed him at different times and, and we didn't even explore half of the stuff this guy's done. I mean, yeah. And I meant what I said, you know, in getting ready for the interview, I listened to the EP and it took me back to when I, in the old days, when you would buy an album and every song on the album was good, at least the band's first album, because Mm -hmm. it took 20 years of blood, sweat and tears to come up with every one of those songs on the first album. And it's not until the the, uh, studio goes, okay, we need another one in three weeks. You You can't duplicate the life experiences that went into the but the fact that each song was so different and different style was was i i was impressed yeah he he's really reminiscent of like 70s era stevie wonder where every song has a different flavor but it still all kind of works together to make record. he's extremely talented i'm super glad to have added him into the friend circle because Anytime that guy does something, I want to, I want to talk to him. And, right, you know, yeah. neither one of us really got into the whole deeper thing. This guy produced Super Bowls, for God's sakes. Yeah, no. He produced the Super Bowl halftime show one year. Wow. He, he did the Grammys one year. He played the Prince solo on guitar on the Grammys. And I, this guy is ridiculously talented. And I think we only scratched the surface, the two of us, between our two interviews. Yeah. Let me yeah. ask you one quick question since we do have you here. Mike brought yeah. up something about him coming to town. And, but you're a music guy. You've done a lot of music stuff, obviously. Sure. So why is it that Cleveland doesn't get the shows that it used to? Because I remember even as early as the, the mid 2000s and early mm-hmm. 2000s, Cleveland was always getting shows, whether it was Peabody's, Agora. Um, the Odeon, whether it was CSU, there were shows all over the place. And now it seems like they go to Columbus, they go to Cincinnati, they go to Pittsburgh, but they're not coming to Cleveland like they used to. Why? Well, Chris, I'll, Chris. I'll tell you exactly why. Okay. All right. Can I can I take a stab at it first? And I, oh, I'm going to take a stab on it because I listened to you guys Monday night. Yeah. Now they have that exclusivity clause where if you play someplace – you can't play anywhere else within 500 miles. So you don't go from Cincinnati to Columbus to Cleveland in the middle of the tour and then Detroit. If you play Detroit, you can't play Cleveland. If you play whatever, whatever. Right. We are the rock and roll capital of the world. Why aren't we getting shows is my question. Why go to Cincinnati and not Cleveland? Well, that might just hit that on the head because there's not a rock station here that gives MMS a darn anymore about this, about, about rock. That's the first thing. And the other thing is that the, um, you know, the the radius thing that we're that Mike's talking about is absolutely a hundred percent the reason, and it, it has to do with the bigger festivals like the Sonic Temple or Incarnation or whatever the okay the, the big ones that suck up fifty sixty bands at a time over a weekend. Well, all sixty of those bands can no longer play Cleveland, Detroit, you know. Yeah, I didn't know any of that till I listened to you guys on Monday. Yeah, yeah. but. And, and I mean, that's a huge, that is definitely a huge part of it. The reason it doesn't come here is because Danny Wimmer, who's the guy, he's the promoter guy. He is based out of Columbus. So he puts, he has his, his, his um, organization has a long lease with the, the Columbus crew stadium or whatever that's called now. So he puts it in his stadium, which kills, kills our market. So we get, all we get now is club shows for the most part. And see, wow. you know, a lot of people didn't probably, our audience wasn't checking out 
you know, Chris Aiken presents the other night when we talked to uh, the guy from Seether. Uh, yeah. From Seether. And so yeah. a lot of people may have missed it, but check that interview out. Check the entire show out. Uh, Chris Aiken presents. You can get it on the website. I'm assuming Chris Aiken. Yeah, chrisaiken.net. Uh, so check out that interview because I thought it was very, very cool. Also, everything you do is cool, but um, I don't like those big festivals. I want to see a band like Seether yeah, or a band like, and I want to see them come to the Peabody's again or go to CSU and play with a couple of bands. I don't want to spend $200 to sit out in the mud for three days to watch mm-hmm. a festival. I want to go right. see a show and then go home at night. Yeah, I, and I mean, that's a big thing is, for me anyway, I'm old. I'll just admit it. I'm, I'm 54 years old. I'm old. I'm too old to do 14 hours a day for three days watching yeah. bands. When I was 20, maybe. Hey, Today, hey man, I do no. joke about that in, in, in my act. I talk about the fact that when we were in our 20s, you'd uh, stay up for three days just to get tickets. Now the bands that I see that are still on tour – after like an hour, we'll go, do you want some more music? And everybody looks at their watch and goes, well, no, actually the babysitter has yeah. to go home. And, uh, and, it's, and the other thing that's changed is who would have thought all those years ago in the 60s and 70s that come today, our generation's drug of choice before a concert would be Coumadin. You type a lot faster than I do, Chris. I was going to put that up. So people are asking for the uh, the website, chrishagan.net. There it is on the screen. Bingo. Um, Chris, I thank you for coming on. We do have to take a quick break, and we're going to wrap okay. things up. But thank you for coming on tonight. I appreciate it. Merry um, Christmas, dude. Yeah, Merry I'm, Christmas to you guys, too. And everybody I'll do my best awesome. not to bother you tomorrow, but I know that I will, so I'll probably oh, talk. Good. Oh, I'll i got a big bother coming. I'll wait a couple days. <laughs> All right, Chris, All right guys. Soon. Thank you. All right, good. I appreciate Chris coming on as usual. We got to take a quick one. The Seth Williams Show.com brought to you by Chris Aiken, Aiken IT Services. Much appreciated. Also, we got to give a big thanks to Tony Masaccio, our restaurant reporter, and Tammy, a special friend of the show. Thank you very much. And thank you to all of our sponsors for everything that you do. We'll be right back. Does your company need fresh teas? Have you paid an arm and a leg for the ones you have? Worried about poor quality when you pay less? Stop worrying, Northeast Ohio, and visit us at www.wctees.com. At Wolf Creek Media, we're family-owned, we offer simple pricing, and we're fair and honest. We even have an in-house graphic designer and cover all your apparel needs. So if you need t-shirts, hoodies, banners, or any other type of printing, call us at 330-353-9695. Or visit us at WCTES.com. That's WCTES.com. A proud sponsor of the Seth Williams Show. Count on. Will Spiegelberg is the attorney you should contact for all your legal work. When you need an attorney, call Will Spiegelberg at 216-233-4240. Attorney Will Spiegelberg, a great teammate. 216-233-4240. All right, we are wrapping things up here on the Seth Williams Show with Mike Jusaka. Much appreciated listening tonight and every night, Monday and Wednesday nights, 5 o'clock. You can listen to us. Uh, check out the SethWilliamsShow.com, the SethWilliamsShow.com. Make sure the the is in there, the SethWilliamsShow.com. Get your shirts, get your stickers, and uh, check out the stuff there. We'll be adding more as time goes on. Go on to Odyssey. Sign up for Odyssey. You can check out. I posted a video there of 
me eating a pineapple for the first time back on the Triv days. So you can see Triv, you can see me, uh, Jennifer Rose, and everybody else. It's pretty cool. Thank you, Mike, for tonight. Much appreciated. Likewise. Have a good Thank Christmas. You. you do the same, buddy. And uh, we will talk to you after Christmas. So everybody have a good holiday. And God willing, we will talk to you the Monday after Christmas. We will be here live. So be safe with the storm coming. And we will talk to you later. Good night, everybody. Merry Christmas. Good night. They're really going to make me vote for Joe Biden.